to know his window. As we start a new week, we're in a really exciting place in the one-year Bible because we're in the book of Luke, starting out in uh, chapter 1. And if you haven't read it recently or at all, you might grab your Bible and read in Luke chapter 1 because it's a wonderful story about Zechariah and Elizabeth and uh, the miracle that God's going to do and the special role that's involved here. So um, there's an exchange. We won't go into the whole story, but we have um, Zechariah, who is a priest, and he's um, uh, serving in the temple in the in the holy place. And he's uh, he encounters Gabriel, the angel, and the angel's talking to him. And I just want to uh, read just a little bit of this is the angel talking to Zechariah. He said. Um, uh, the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. And here's the phrase we were talking about. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. Now, we've talked a lot about, you particularly talked a lot about the Holy Spirit, and you you spoke about it in the series back at Christmas and then the conference we were just at, you preached on the Holy Spirit. Right. So um, what would it mean here that the Holy Spirit, that John would be filled with the Holy Spirit before he's even born? Well, the term filled with the Holy Spirit has special meaning to us in the church age uh, because the, what began the church age on the day of Pentecost was the Holy Spirit came. Jesus said to the disciples, uh, wait in, in Jerusalem until you be endued with power by the Holy Spirit. But they had a relationship with the Holy Spirit before he came at Pentecost. Because in John's Gospel, Jesus said he is with you and he will be in you. So uh, even though we know that the Holy Spirit came in great power in a special relationship with the church age, which we enjoy in our times and we will until the rapture, it is, it's important to understand that the Holy Spirit has been here from the very beginning. Yes. Because the Holy Spirit is God. He is a member of the Trinity. We find him in the second verse of the Bible from the beginning and the fifth verse from the end. So when we think about John the Baptist, uh, he is in that era before the church age. And it is interesting that the Bible says uh, that Gabriel, the angel, told his dad that he would be filled with the Holy Spirit from birth. Some of this is a mystery. But we do know that the Holy Spirit came upon leaders in the Old Testament. Now the Holy Spirit could come upon a leader and leave that leader. We see that happening with someone like Samson, who was greatly moved by the Holy Spirit. Uh, but then because he got away from God, the Holy Spirit withdrew from him. Uh, we see the Holy Spirit coming upon people to minister with great power for a season, such as we see with Gideon and other leaders in the Old Testament. But John was a very special person uh, because he had been sent to announce the coming of Jesus Christ. He was the announcer, the harbinger. We read about him in the book of Malachi. In fact, at the end of the book of Malachi, it was the promise that God would send his announcer. Uh, and we see that several places in the Old Testament. So as to what it means um, that the Holy Spirit would be upon John before his birth, I, I really take that to mean that he would have that power upon him from the very earliest stage that Old Testament Christians enjoyed from time to time. It's important for us to understand, though, that John still had to work out his own personal faith. Even mm -hmm. though the Holy right. Spirit was upon him to minister, right. it does not mean that he was automatically saved from birth. Right. Because we know that he, he wrestled, like all of us do, uh, with faith and, mm -hmm. and the assurance that Jesus was the Messiah, even late in his life. Right. So uh, we need to understand that when the Bible talks about John being filled with the Holy Spirit, 
it's a different terminology than when we are filled with the Holy Spirit because it's a completely different kind of situation. Uh, in our case, the Holy Spirit is already here. And right. when a person, and we'll talk about this perhaps tomorrow, when a person receives Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit moves in. So what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit in our era is to be emptied of self so that the Holy Spirit can have more of us. The filling of the Holy Spirit in our times is not uh, us getting more of the Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Spirit getting more of us. Yes. But it is, it is interesting to study the life of John, how that God's power rested upon him even before he was born. Well, and the, you know, one of the evidences, you know, if you remember the story, when Mary goes to visit Elizabeth while she's yeah. carrying the baby John still in the womb, yeah. whenever Mary comes in, uh, Elizabeth said, the baby within me leapt for joy yeah, right. you know, when you came in. So um, that was a testi testimony. To yeah, I mean, Jesus. for me, this is one reason why I have a major, major, major problem with abortion. Mm -hmm. Because uh, th there's a, there, there are several works, uh, where Greek words for child. There's a word that means uh, an offspring at any age. There's a, a word that means a little child. Uh, the, that Greek word is pideon. But the word brephos is an unborn baby. Mm -hmm. And so that's the word that's used of John the Baptist when Mary came into the presence. You know, Mary uh, walks into the, the presence of pregnant Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. And then she said the brephos, the unborn baby, leaped or leapt with joy mm -hmm. when, uh, he, you know, he heard your salutation. Mm. It's very exciting. And like you said, still some mystery to it. Well, maybe we should talk about the Holy Spirit yes. this week. Because well, as I just preached at a national conference this last week, the times that we're living in are just so dark that if we don't understand the power of the Holy Spirit and lean on that power in, in this age, uh, we're, we're going to be weak in a time when we need to be strong. Yes, and there's two particular questions that you uh, have sent in to us, those of you who are watching, um, particular to the Holy Spirit. So we thought we might take the yeah. next couple of episodes and talk about those questions. We'll answer one of them tomorrow. Yes, so we'll look forward to that. Well, I hope that encourages you, and as you start your day today, or whatever time you're listening or watching Noah's Window, I just my prayer for you is that you will uh, have the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life and in your uh, situation today, and that you'll take great comfort in knowing that He is with you and in you, and will work through you. And I uh, pray that you'll have a wonderful day in that regard. And on that thought, Mark, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Yes, I will. Our Father and God, we love you so much. We ask for your grace upon our lives. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit, the fact that God lives inside of us, how wonderful that is. And Lord, I pray that you'll help us not to walk past his presence and, and, and take him for granted. But Father, we pray that we'll seek the power of the Holy Spirit, live in that power, live that overcoming life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us here on Noah's Window today. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Music